Welcome to The Power of Profitability, where we talk about how profit happens or doesn't in real businesses with real stories, real strategies, and real tips that work for any business. This is the place you can come to listen, learn, and get into action to make your business and your clients more profitable. I'm your host, Jennifer Peake. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. In this episode of The Power of Profitability, we're going to do an overview of what profit is and how you should be thinking about it. My clients, and probably yours too, often operate a whole bunch of different types of businesses. Some have products, some sell services, and some of them are providing a little bit of both. So we're gonna be covering how profit is the same and how it's different between all of these different types of businesses and why that matters. First, let's start with the definition of profit that I like to use when I'm working with our clients on the advisory side, as well as how we frame it in all of our programs inside the CFO school. This isn't necessarily the strictest textbook definition and particularly it's not the same as the IRS uses, but it's one that I found that works for me and my clients and is the most meaningful to make better business decisions. Simply put, I define profit as the income statement calculation of revenue or sales minus expenses. That's it. For any clients that have lots of non-cash expenses, like depreciation and amortization, I like to look at profit before those, but that's a little bit of a more complex subject for another time. One thing that I do want you to remember with the definition that I just gave you is that it is not the same as cash flow, even if the business is using a cash basis accounting method. There can be timing differences and payments that don't hit the income statement. So I try not to use them interchangeably if at all possible. You just set yourself up for getting into a circular discussion around a bunch of financial term definitions that really takes the eyes off of the focus of profitability. And we certainly don't wanna do that. As the profit expert, it will be up to you to take that broad definition and then fit it to your client. This is sort of like taking an off the rack suit and tailoring it to the client's specific measurements. Remember, we're focused on giving your client actionable information. So absolutely follow general accounting guidelines, but don't feel trapped by them. This is a good place to remember that there are all different types of financial reporting and we're much more focused on the operational connections and the profit reporting that will benefit your clients the most. Hey, if you were enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at powerofprofitability.com. That's where you can find links to additional resources, including show notes, connect with us on social media, and send in ideas for future episodes. That's powerofprofitability.com. Okay, back to the show. Now, let's get into some ways to apply that definition of profit. 
we're going to start with 100% service business. This would be most professional services like accountants, attorneys, most doctors, graphic designers, social media managers, and the list goes on. For these businesses, they are largely selling time. The primary expense will be payroll or contractor payments. They don't need to buy inventory and they don't ship out physical products. For these companies, their primary profit will be measured at the net profit level, meaning that it is revenue less all expenses. The expenses don't need to be separated into cost of services and overhead. What matters the most to these businesses is that they are likely have most of their cost as fixed. They are the same month in and month out, no matter what or how much revenue comes in. There are some potential exceptions, like expenses that only get paid once a quarter, once every six months, or even annually, but they're still fixed. They're not varying with the amount of services that get provided. In contrast, a 100% product business is any businesses that sell stuff, whether it's completely resale or whether they're producing it all, or it's a little bit of both. These businesses have some sort of storefront whether that's a brick and mortar one, an Etsy store, a Facebook page, or their own website. They may ship products to customers, they may or may not have employees, and they often have inventory, unless they're 100% dropship. These businesses have a primary profit level that'll be measured at the gross profit line which means that it's their product sales or revenue minus the cost of buying or making the product and then shipping it. The goal here is to align that revenue with the direct cost of the product being sold. How much actual profit is being generated by those product sales? Now, this level of profit needs to pay for all the other business costs but in a product-based business, it's important to separate the direct costs from the indirect ones. For one thing, there's different types of decisions that need to be made between these two categories. And if they get too mixed together, then they can mask what's really happening in the business. If you have a mixed cost, then I say put it into indirect. Now, we'll get into an example of that related to clients that we've worked with in the past in just a little bit. So don't get too hung up on that right now. Finally, what if you have a company that does both? Well, this happens all the time. You could have a hair salon that sells hair products, a spa that sells facial products, or an HVAC company that sells service plants after they install furnaces. The first step with these mixed companies is to track the product revenue separate from the service revenue. Even if you don't think you're gonna be able to fully separate the costs, tracking revenue is critical. It's really a do not pass go sort of thing. I'm going to go so far as to say that it doesn't even matter how small one type of revenue is compared to the other. It may not seem like a big deal today, but it could turn into that. And setting things up from the starting point will pay dividends later. Trust me. 
Now, I can hear your wheels turning from here. All the what if and what about situations. Let me give you an example of one of our clients that had both products and services, as well as an online store and a physical location. Frankly, this is about as complicated as it can get, but we're focused on getting and tracking information in line with the way the CEO made decisions, and then we built from there. The first thing we did was we asked the client how they thought about each part of their business. What were they already tracking and how did they think about that? For example, how they viewed their physical location was completely different than how they viewed the part of the company that sold a physical product online. So we made sure that we had at least two revenue accounts to be able to track these separately. Then we determined what profit should be for each part of the business. Now, I want to back up and say that their physical location provided services as well as sold products, whereas their online presence was simply physically product-based. So with that, we determined what type of profit should be used for each part of the business, whether it was a net profit or gross profit. Then we figured out which costs were direct and which were indirect. The line that we drew was unless there was a straight line to revenue, the cost was indirect. That meant that Facebook ads costs were indirect. That meant that the CEO's payroll was indirect. That meant that any costs that benefited all parts of the business were indirect. However, wholesale costs for those resale products on their website were direct. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's also a really good example of how being profit-focused is as much an art as it is a science. Now remember, once you make all the calculations, net profit is net profit, no matter what you call the subtotals in between or how you categorize expenses. It will all come down to the same final number, so your inner, highly detail-oriented personality can rest easy. However, in the steps in between, you are providing way more insight and value to your clients and their businesses are going to benefit from moving to a profit focus and having that separation where it matters. So to prevent the overwhelm, I suggest you take the first easy steps as follows. Review your client's business including talking to the primary decision maker and figure out if they are a service-based business, a product-based business, or both. I know that seems overly simple, but it's really important to not only figure it out, but to also make sure you're on the same page with the business owner. Secondly, review your client's revenue sources and determine if you are tracking the revenue on service or on product already. If they're not separated into categories and they need to be, now's the perfect time to figure out how you would do that. And then finally, based on those things, decide whether your client is best served by a net profit calculation or a gross profit one. You can also start thinking about how you would categorize expenses between direct and indirect but I wouldn't get too hung up on that and I certainly wouldn't start moving things around just yet. 
Depending on where you and your clients are in their profit journeys, you may need to do more learning and exploring first. This is not a rush. It does not need to be frantic. This is the long-term game. It can depend on you. It can depend on your clients. It can depend on how busy they are right now. And it can depend on what you want to accomplish first. If your clients are 100% service businesses, that is a much shorter cycle to fully implementing profit reporting than if you have a business with products and services and three locations and an online store and their manufacturers. Be patient. Profit focus and all the related value adds that come from it is a long game, not a quick fix. Remember, you can go back and listen to this episode to get additional ideas, and you can find more resources at powerofprofitability.com that will keep you moving on your profit journey. Until next time. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to hit subscribe and sign up for all of our updates, including the latest profit resources at powerofprofitability.com. I'm Jennifer Peake, your host and the founder of the CFO School. See you next time.